Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm an LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty-gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. Today's episode is all about perfectionism. We are all plagued with it. It is in our nature as dancers, it's in our training, it's in our blood, and it's even more on the forefront right now because of social media. It's nonstop. We are nonstop comparing ourselves to other people and other people's journeys and their timing and their gifts and their bookings and X, Y, and Z, and it's not healthy for us. So I wanted to kind of outline a few things that help me and a few good reminders to value the process over the perfection. I think that we have to kind of get out of this mentality of the final product being what we need to show and showing people that we are human. We are vulnerable and the ickiness and the mistakes and the mess along the way is part of the process and that's okay. We are fine-tuned as artists to relish in the final product. Take, for instance, recital. When we're done, we get flowers and applause. You do a million turns at competition, you get a trophy. But what about when you go pro? What then? Most of the time as professionals is spent trying to gain opportunities. And therefore, really less time is spent on stage or behind the camera doing what we love, the performance. This may seem like a loss for some, and it is in some ways. We have to kind of put to bed the hobby side of it and come to the realization that there's a lot more when we are pursuing a career. But I really think that we can take this process and allow it to be a learning process instead. So these are the three things that I want you to value when it comes to putting that process over the perfection. Number one, the audition is more than just a job. Plain and simple, we are professional auditioners. We have to get used to the grind of getting up and proving our worth all the time, consistently. This is what it is. It is never going, there's never going to be an endpoint. There's always going to be the ups and downs of trying to get work, booking work, and so on and so forth. That is the life of an artist, a freelancer. The audition is important, obviously, because we're trying to book jobs to pay rent and eat and live, obviously. But it also is incredibly important in building resilience, practicing the act of putting our best foot forward, and building tenacity, really what we need in order to get through the rejection all the time. Because resilience is key in the arts. We all know that the no's oftentimes come more than the yeses. And learning how to face rejection head on will serve you not only as you're pursuing life as a professional dancer, but in your life in general as adulthood starts to smack you upside the head. So here's what auditioning helps you practice. Getting ready for the audition, showing up on time, and by on time, I mean early, early enough to sign up, warm up, and get comfortable in your space before you begin. 
learning the system for professional auditions, showing up even when you don't feel like it, or when you don't feel like you're right for the job, or when you don't think you're going to book it because there's 300 other people there. It will also help you practice understanding audition etiquette and also building your own. What is your unique audition skill set? And within that audition skill set, just learning what works for you and what doesn't. Like, did getting there 20 minutes early help you better mentally prepare? Did researching the choreographer first get you in your head or did it help you feel better about what you were stepping into? Did that freestyle move work this time? What was the choreographer looking for? Who are their assistants? How do I handle the booking or or the rejection? What wardrobe do I feel my best in? There are so many lessons to be learned and so many things that we can take with us to each and every audition that will help us craft our best audition technique. You can use the rejection as fuel and motivation, but you can also use it to steer you in the right direction. You might find that a certain style, certain choreographer, certain crowd isn't for you, but you won't know unless you show up. You can learn how to hear no and then move forward. Building resilience is just, it's the key to a long career. A personal story. What I learned from auditioning was that I didn't actually care for it very much. The problem was, and I've talked about this a lot on here, is that I just wasn't interested in it. And I think if you don't love it and you don't love what you're doing and you're not there and present, then you're not going to do well. Or you're going to start being unhappy with your career choice. And for me, that's a bit of what happened. I knew I was in the right place, but I didn't love my role in it. I wanted to be behind the table. I wanted to be even just the person signing people in. I liked the creative side. I liked the production side of it. I was always kind of scheming to see how I could be a part of that side. And and I was curious about what was going on behind the scenes. So it just took me out of the situation a lot. But it took me a long time to realize that it wasn't because I didn't want to be a dancer. It was just because I wanted a different place in the arts. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go in for those auditions and if I didn't give it my all and I didn't show up. This seems like a good place as any to remind you of some of the freebies I offer and how to find them. You can find my latest Reels cheat sheet, super great for planning out your reel shoot or just some video content creation at justinementor.com slash reels. I also offer a free class on my concept of the digital dance bag, which is an approach to organizing your online submissions for any kind of job. And of course, you can always jump into a free 20-minute one-on-one consultation that you can find at justinementor.com slash shop. Also, brand spanking new, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, I finally have a way you can support more than you already do by becoming a podcast producer. For $5 a month, fans of Dance Careers Unfiltered who want to support and make a production impact and get their voices heard can visit justinementor.com slash podcast to learn more. Back to the episode. Number two, crafting your materials is a chance to reinvent yourself. So the perfect version of yourself doesn't exist. This is what this whole thing is about. It's it's not about perfectionism. But the chance to craft your materials, meaning your headshots, your visual representation, reels, videos, Instagram, whatever it is, 
It allows you to define portions of yourself in concrete ways. It's the reality of the situation that you you need materials in order to submit yourself for jobs and to promote yourself. And even if you don't like it, you're going to have to use them. What most people stumble on for this and the perfectionism plaguing them behind crafting their materials in the right way is that they're trying to fit everything about themselves in one piece of material. They think that everything rides on that one thing. And if they don't get it perfectly right, then it's not going to work and they're never going to book a dance job and so on and so forth. This is truly not the case. Your life will change. Your brand will change. You will evolve, mature and grow. And as you do, your career will change. You'll get new materials and you'll take new pictures and you'll film new videos and it will be all right. Your materials will reflect that change, and it is a gift that we can continue to share new versions of ourselves with the world. I think the number one hesitation that I get with my clients when we're talking about their marketing materials and their socials and all of those things that are they're putting themselves out is that they're plagued by this perfectionism, and what it does is it paralyzes them. So picture this. You're scrolling through your phone. You're feeling the pressure to post. You haven't posted in a while, and you're thinking, oh my God, I really got to post today. I got to do it. So then you could then go to your phone, you go to your photos app, and you start scrolling, right? And you look at the videos, and you start scrutinizing them, and you start nitpicking And you start nitpicking every little thing that you're doing wrong. Your toes aren't pointed correctly, or your facials aren't good, or maybe the video quality isn't great, or you're not in the front in a great place, so you're not captured as well as you'd like to be. And then all these things start running through your head, and you go down this checklist, and you just think, no, 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 I'll get get one better the next time. I'll get one better the next time. And then you end up not posting. And I think that's the problem. All of these things get all wrapped up together in how we just strive for this perfectionism when it's really unattainable. I would much rather see somebody working through something and then in the caption, them telling me what that struggle might be, which I know is a very hard place to be. And you don't want to put something out that makes you look bad. So I totally understand that. But there are ways to show things that you do that isn't riddled with so much pressure and anxiety. I think you can start small. You can post a few things that you're working on. Find the things that you like. Edit it. That is the beauty of that process is that you can edit the smack out of everything. You don't have to post an entire phrase. You can post one account. You can post a move, whatever that might be. You can post a picture. It doesn't have to be video. You can post what you feel comfortable in. And then the more you post, the better you feel. This is what I help my clients with a lot is kind of getting over that barrier of the perfectionism and making a plan. And I think this is part of the process that I do. This is a lot of my philosophy is making specific action plans for my clients and really for myself. This has come from my career is that what I need in order to act is a specific plan in place. Otherwise, I am too distracted. My brain just goes from like one thing to the next And I think we're all really prone to that as artists. Number three, connection matters most. So when we are talking about putting the process over the perfection, it's about reminding ourselves these things, reminding ourselves that connections matter the most. 
the actual time spent on the stage or on the job is short, right? We rehearse for hours on end for like a two minute dance, but the time spent in rehearsals and preparing is super, super vast. The most important lesson that we will learn along our journey is that the connection with the others matter the most. It's that time you spend in rehearsal, learning the material, going through that process together. So you're bonding over the process and you're figuring out who you get along with and you are forming those connections that begin your network. And we all know the saying, it's who you know, but it's also who knows you. You have to remember that your classmates are the beginning of your network. The buddies you perform with will be along the ride with you for the long haul. So who you talk to and who you keep up with is massively important. Nowadays, it feels like it's about instant connection or digital connection. And while that does hold merit, people are still drawn to organic human connection. I think we all really learned that through the pandemic, that it was just not enough to have those Zoom classes. It was more than that. We were missing that piece of human connection. That is what is going to fuel your career for the rest of your journey. So be nice when signing up at auditions and reach out to someone you met backstage. Keep in touch with your castmates. Check in with an old college friend. Desperately need connection in this world. And it's a bonus that it can also positively impact your career. So I hope that these three reminders help you reframe your idea of perfectionism and reclaim some of your passion and allow you to focus on what matters the most. This is something that resonates with you and you feel that block from the perfectionism. Please DM me with the word perfectionism and we will make a plan to get that perfectionism unblocking your life and your career. That's all for today. As always, it's a pleasure and I will see y'all next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and justinementor.com slash mentor management. That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.